across that to a Cinderella 99. Can I call that Space Queen? Because that's what Vic High did, right? So, you know, it's one of those. Is it is it Souls C99 to Durban, or is it just someone that crossed to Durban to a C99? Is that what the dude where's my bike is? You know, whatever everybody selects for is what you get. <clears throat> Sounds like drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that one right back in the case. Sounds like drama. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, we'll go for F2s of the Mendo Loco. Go that route instead. You made F2s? Actually, really. Is that the, or is that the same one? This, as far as I know, this is the F2 version of this strain. I grew out the F1 okay. in the, uh, the first Mendo Loco, and that fucker was fire. And I'm almost positive this is the F2 version of the Mendo Loco. Yeah, they got a lot of bigger, too, the Mendo Loco ones I got. They're like, so. Nailed the uh, hybrid bigger part, I guess. Yeah. What was I going to say? There was something I was going to say to you, Boom. I'm fucking totally squirreling. Totally squirreling at the moment. Damn. Dude, where's my bike? <laughs> Dude, where's my bike? <laughs> That's what we were talking about. <laughs> Making hash. No, I don't. Yeah, I think it was more to the hashtag, but it's, it's gone. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's there and gone. Oh, yeah. Nope, gone. Nope, gone. Yeah, I got... Oh, there's Bingus. There's the blue mile. Yeah, boom. I guess animal cookie crosses I was looking for, too. I I snagged a few packs of some different Different crosses to the animal cookies is to try to find one, you know, that's the case. That's an animal cookies to Tropicana cookies. Yeah. They're decent. But uh, I wasn't crazy about the Terps on it. Right. But uh, the GMO to animal cookies, I'm excited for that one. I think that right. one was going. I think I have one that's a GMO to animal cookies too. I want to say it's called Bad Neighbor. Bad Neighbor, and then there's um, I'm trying to think of the other one. Mine was from Ripper. And this Casey Jones sounds pretty good, but uh, I just don't know if I got them long sativas, man. I like the sativas, but I just don't like to die, man. I just don't like to die. 
No, I'm setting up a little tent to play around in just for that. You know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this five-gallon bucket's been filling up for hours. <laughs> right? That was the left the water on, oh, shit. Yeah. I forget that the tent's running again. Fucking, it should be... <laughs> Nah, thank God, thank God. It's only lugs only running on half power, but yeah, that's a, that fucker should have been opened at eight thirty. <laughs> Luckily, lights hardly running on half power. <laughs> yeah, that's that's same thing there, right there. Boom! I'm kind of just running that one on like a kind of a little fuck around tent Play around area, yeah. yeah. I completely forgot about it until you said something. I was holy fuck. The fuck around 10. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny because I'm looking at hanging up uh, another little veg light and extending a little table or whatever just to have. Because I got all these phenos now, like you were saying earlier. Like, you, you know, everyone you pop if you're trying to. You know, on it, you're keeping a copy of each one and whatever. That's such a pain in the ass. Oh. Yeah, your veg table fills up real fast. Man. Is what it is. Especially, too, I'm trying to hold genetics <clears throat> that I'm not really going to... Like, I'm, not, I'm just holding them off to the side in a mother form so I can clone them and use them later, but I don't know. I don't know. How long do you hold on to something that you're never going to use to that starts to play in? Like, I want to use it for breeding, though. The, I want to try to bring something out of the Skywalker, and I got that um, purple punch, too. I want to try to throw something out and see what happens. All right. I got some breeding questions I want to pick your brain about. Maybe you don't know, but just what your opinion off the top is. So I got one plant that's got a little little bitty tiny buds, but they're frosty, 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 frosty. And one plant that's giant, giant colas, but there's the trim's got nothing on it. There's no extra frost. Which one would you make the mom? Which one would you make the dad? Why? <laughs> Do you think it matters that much? If you're gonna make a fem seed, which one is which? I'll start off with saying I'm I'm not. Oh, it's gonna be a fem seed. Yeah, yeah if you were gonna go fem, if you were gonna flip one, I would. You think it makes a difference to flip? I would flip the big nug one. The big nug one. Make the mom the one that you want to be the frosty, because you're really trying to. I guess in my thoughts on it is you're trying to keep the mom is the one that you're most likely gonna have the stability of the genetic from. You know what I'm saying? The variable is going to come in the pollen, right? So if you're hitting the pollen to the variable, you know what I mean? You're taking the variable to the steady, and the steady is the female that you're trying to hit. So you're hoping to have one of the one of the offspring carry a bigger, bigger size bud that's frosty. Right. You know what I mean? And I think your odds of that would be better hitting the frosty girl. I think it'd be just the opposite. I'm 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 sitting on the opposing side of this with you smiling. Sweet. I think it would right be to better to take and hit the frost take, to the big one. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
rather than try to hit the big to the frost one. As you've already stated, it was already a nice bud structure, easy to trim. You just wanted to add frost. Yeah. I think it'd be harder to add all that to the trichomes versus adding trichomes to the bud structure. My mic was off. I was just looking at it like the bag of, uh, you know, if it was the colored marbles, you know what I'm saying? You have the frosty nug. Like, if, if you look at those as different marbles, the frosty nug to the to the big fat nug or whatever, maybe one of them's dominant. You might not get either one the way you want it. I mean, it may not mm. mix. You know what I'm saying? And you may yeah. get one or the other through all the offspring, too. That's the other thing of it, too, right? Yeah. One Boom, why don't you do both? You may that was the other thing. I was like, and if you do one, you might as well do it the other way too. But you gotta pick where yeah. you're gonna start what, from. What, what, what's it? You know, a couple of them all big nugs just like the one, you know what I'm saying? Big nugs without the frost in that next generation too. So it depends. If, if the frosty one's like a recessive genetic, it's not gonna carry well. It's my understanding. I, I kinda I kind of agree with Smiley. I think the mom's what's going to pull the hardest. But like I said, I don't know. That's why I would think to do both. The reason I was thinking, if so it's the blueberry and the space bomb. The space bomb's frosty, but <clears throat> the bud size is just irritatingly small. Like, I don't want to trim that. Like, that's not a trimmable bud in my in my patience. <laughs> so, that would, that but, weighs so much, though, to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a key factor in something I'm going to keep is if I'm going to trim it or not. If I don't yeah. want to fucking trim it, yeah. then it's... Like, I, like, I like Ned Denver's suggestion. Do it both <clears throat> ways and then cross the offspring of those. Yeah, find what you want. I mean, that'd be I like, realize it's not a one-and-done thing, right? Like, it's a you don't just get what you want. You got to layer what you want in and didn't work go this route right. and it's not you only going to reverse a couple buds so yeah yeah that's another thing see which one reverses better a couple test runs totally, do. totally ignore it chat i have ran fq overdrive not the sonic screwdriver you ran the sonic screwdriver haven't you boom i sure did just a second what just you want to know ned He's got notes on it. Oh, he's got there. Oh, he's bunch got of eggs. seeds. <laughs> no. Oh, seeds. Whole nice. bunch of seeds. That's what I got. Oh shit! It oh. was like creamsicle turps on the on that was. It was super orange. Spoiler. It made it. It made completely oily hash. It was crazy. Like I, I kind of hit it out of the park <laughs> on that one early. Where I got a really good hash strain, but uh, I ended up with a bunch of seeds. So, but who knows? At that point, that might have been something. That's for sure something that I probably did that fucked it up. After so overdrive, as well, I mastered it. Yeah, seeds. yeah. They all had nuts on day fourteen. But whether or not it was something in my environment or something I fucked up or they were just are what they are, I didn't have good luck with them. 
But other people have had run those seeds, and uh, some come up permy, and the ones that don't, though, are really good. They smell really nice, really, really orangey. But uh, I don't know. People have had better success with those than I did with the ones I got. <clears throat> I had a buddy run them, and he was like, I didn't, I didn't find any, so I went and looked. He had four or five going, and two of them I found nuts on. But the other three were nice. So, were the ones that you got, were them the testers that were available through sub, or them the ones that were released through... Uh, I got them from Hemp Heroes Depot. The not Heroes, but... Uh, Nature's Wonders. They were available, not through uh, yeah, Homegrown Wonders, right? Yeah. Those ones. I wonder if there's a difference between the two, like a male, you know, parent difference. From the testers to that. Did you run? The, you didn't run the screwdriver, eh? You ran the no. Uh, the FGU overdrive. I, I loved FGU overdrive. It was a heavy hitter, but the only thing for me, the it wasn't a huge yielder compared to what I was running at the time. It was one of the reasons why I got asked. Right. Yeah, you know, I like that the, the buds, the high of it. But it just wasn't keeping up. <laughs> just wasn't keeping up with the rest of the space. Yeah, you gotta make no. a decision. You can't keep everything. That's the thing, right there, man. You can't keep them all. Can't have it all. Where would you put it? Fuck, I can't. Yeah. Fuck, I can't. Clone <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking I inch tall clone. Do we take extra <laughs> No, that space bomb's a bitch to root to, and it's not producing decent bud. Like, the bud's just... It's great to wash, though. Like, I was super happy with my yields on the hash, so... But is it worth it just to keep it for that? I don't know. Maybe. It's on the bubble hard. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, I cut you off. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. No, that's okay. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, isn't it really what we're coming very quickly to is we're becoming resin farmers? I mean, at one point, we do enjoy our flower, but, man, it's the market proceeds. Boom's already, you're already halfway there, boom. I mean, how much of your daily intake is actually flour these days? It's been, it's been more flour lately, honestly, but for years it was only hash. It's only recently that I've started smoking dudes, last two years maybe. But yeah, it's still probably mostly hash. Yeah, that's my preferred method for sure. So but when you want your bugs. Say it again, Modern. Say it again. So if you want, if you wanted your ash, uh, <clears throat> you wanted the bud and trim it all. So yeah, you're not trimming it all. You're just running it straight, no trim, just running. Yeah, it. a bigger bud. Well, usually what I do is when I hang, I get my 14 days or eight days or 10 days, whatever I get, I get. And uh, when I'm bucking, anything that's like I'm not going to trim that goes into the hash bucket. So like a smaller bud or a larfy bud or a you know, something that's not as ripe as other stuff, that's going right to the hash. And then any trim or anything, you know, fan leaves are good. 
I'll take those. But like my blueberry, the fan leaves aren't resinous, so I wouldn't. I'd probably pluck it before I put it in. If it doesn't have resin, I don't want to. I don't want to process it. Right. But you're like just keeping the cream of the crop, and the rest of it all goes to the pot. Yeah. Gotcha. So I've actually made, I remember I well hopefully you maybe remember on our hash episode boom and I've actually talked about it as far back as like when I was on the bros like early on what to do with hash water. Um I talked about uh freeze drying it back then and <clears> thinking <throat> that there was something in there. But as of late and I believe I talked about it with Smokey during our hash episodes while I brought it up. I asked him if there was any benefits that could be used in freeze-drying that water. And I've actually talked to some people as of late, and uh, they're actually trying to run a patent process on that kind of shit right now. And it's, That's uh, awesome. Well... It's basically, from what I'm told, they have all the white papers to prove kind of what I was saying back then. Is uh, basically, they're saying that by freeze-drying that water, you're reclaiming all the oils and the tri- everything. You're just, like I said, everything you're reclaiming all the oils. Yeah, so basically, after you, you make your bubble... And you fucking freeze dry that water. Now, basically, you're adding it back in, that powder back in, and then you're reheating it back up like you boys over there on fucking Bubble Man are talking. During that, trying to turn it back into, you know, the THCA, you're dumping that hash water powder back in, the oils, dried oils and everything, and now you're back to a whole medicine. It's actually a medicine. It's got it's you know full circle. You've re-added all the dry turps back in, and the well, all the broken trichome heads, oils, all of that goes right back in, right. minus the water. Wouldn't you and still end up with like, some chlorophyll in there too, though? Wouldn't like the the chlorophyll that came out in the wash? Well, if, if that were the case, well, if that were the case, then you'd be running in that problem with the freeze dry flour, right? Bingus kind of brought that up earlier. You know, what happens to the chlorophyll during the freeze-drying process. Yeah, that's a good question. So it's got to be being dealt with some through that process somehow. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the one the thing about that is with the freeze-dried flour is I'm kind of curious, too, because when they say the freeze-dried flour retains, like, almost all of that fresh-picked color and, you know what I mean, vigor, basically. So it might what happens to it if it's not, you know, the flower is not getting any less green. Here's the you know, question I got to I got to come to with this is I know how big freeze dryers are, the ones that we can get our hands on anyway. And I know much how much hash water I end up with. <laughs> how long is it going to take me to freeze dry this hash water? <laughs> you think you got to wash hash for a long time? Holy shit. Uh, well, even it might be a thing as you know, maybe you boil it down first, take yeah, it down and you yeah. know, take it to the next stop, and then freeze dry it, it down, down and, or and put it back in. Yeah. yeah. Could you distill it? Yeah. Well, you pour it off, or it could be distilled, maybe. Yeah. 
that's another thing too. If you're heating it up, you're volatizing terpenes and stuff now, and you know you're degrading THC to CBN. We're going down bigger science than I'm. <laughs> yeah, you're getting way bigger than. <laughs> yeah, but I'm capable of backing out. <laughs> It might be a, just something too as simple as, you know, I've actually, or you've probably seen it in a glass. You know what I mean? You know, how it divides up in a, you know, in a stage. Maybe it's just a simple thing of taking a general pump and knocking it down to a certain yeah. level. And now letting the oil settle to the top and skimming that. Yeah. Taking it down to where the trichomes are, that you know, that last little bit. That I is don't know, very interesting, though. Yeah, I like that. I saw a freeze dryer for four thousand Canadian the other day, which is pretty good because the cheapest I'd seen it before was four thousand American, and I was like, geez, like a million dollars. Yeah, four thousand. Yeah, American too. Out of curiosity, have you ever just let a bucket evaporate and see what's at the bottom? No. No, well, I've never really let it a while. sit for like. Yeah, it take a long take time. A while. And it would also it could have some sort of bacteria or something start in it. I have let it sit for you know like a day. You know what I mean, letting it cool down before I give it to my plants there. And there is definitely a separation between oil, water, you know, trikes. Yeah. You know, that it's very visible, very visible. So I could see that, you know, being a process there. Capture that. It's amazing what we could do with this plant nowadays. Ooh, what about a nitrogen freeze catching it that way? Oh, that's another way too. What does yeah? If the while well, the water freezes before the oil does, you freeze have. the water out. I missed you, Smiley. You have a nitrogen freezer. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be minus twenty eight on Monday though. So <laughs> no, but interest was saying that you could buy nitrogen. It wasn't that big of a deal to buy nitrogen. I don't know. Inter knows how to buy all kinds of things that I can't buy though. Like molecular sieve is just like right at his, you know, regular go to place. And I'm like, a what now? <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that. We can't even, like, you guys can just get dry ice, apparently, eh? If I said by the yeah. end of the day today, bring me dry ice and I'll give you a hundred bucks, you could make that happen. I can't. Easy money. There's no, no possible way for me to make that happen <laughs> up here. Yeah, dude, my, our, our local grocery store, Myers, has dry ice. Yeah, yeah. Myers has it. Ours does not. <laughs> I had to ask. I've actually, people come at me with the dry ice hash so often, and I'm like, "I, how the fuck are you guys just getting dry ice? Like, what are you doing here? And they explained the same thing. Like, yeah, basically the 7-Eleven's got it. It's like, oh, not like that up here. So, boom, I've actually thought about that, playing with that method, too, as far as hash making goes. Not in the aspect that you're thinking, 
Boom. Hey, oh, that's fuck. God damn, the brain's on fire tonight. Uh, to be honest with you, there's this was the method that I had thought about prior, but I just may have solved our problem with the freeze dryer and getting rid of like 90% of the water. Um, what I've thought about with the dry ice before is instead of using regular ice in the washer, kind of throwing a couple of chunks in there and letting that just be the agitator. Because a couple of small chunks in there throws on a violent, like, cold boil. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. So why right. couldn't you just throw it? Don't don't even fucking use the basically use the machine. Just use it as a container and just throw in a nice little hunk. Let that go real fast and hurry up and drain it. You know what I mean? That's all the agitation. No back and forth. No drain and see what you got out of it like that. Now, with the same aspect, you could use that dry ice to, you know, head off a lot of that water, too. Just, you know, evaporate it off real quick into some fucking steam. And then, you know, take what's left and fuck around with it, too. But does it become worth it? I mean, the cost of the dry ice and everything? Fucking dry ice? Cheap. Yeah, it's not not terribly expensive, but it's... uh... When I buy when I buy ice for hash now, I fucking go in. I'm buying the big bags at fucking six bucks a bag. I'm usually buying ten of those, so yeah, I can see, you know. It being say, you always need more ice than you think you do, so it might end up being expensive. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like doing the dry ice with the trim and then shaking it in a similar process? Yeah, that's what I thought. The water. Or you use the, the water. Still in the, the water with the dry ice to make it cold. yeah well I'm thinking basically by keeping the water in there you could keep the leaf matter leaf matter basically you're just using the coldness from the dry ice and the violence of the water boiling from the you know blah blah blah, blah that instead of shh 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 you know, the shake of the machine back and forth with a lot of ice. I'm just saying, you, you know, it'd be tit for tat, basically, the ed- and agitation. The only difference I would think from the dry ice shake is, you know, it's it's such a fine line there. Trichomes, trichomes, garbage. <laughs> but, you know, introducing it into the water just as the agitation method and for coldness and then keeping you know, it. You know the thing that kind of Consoles me with that eagle is I've I've had dry ice and I once it it'll sit there and just evaporate out you know hell it's like with CO two out so cool let it go and when it's done you'll see this residue this white residue left from that so I, I think if it would all evaporate off the residue had would be somewhere in that water. Yeah, not if that's uh, you know CO two based your dry ice CO two is a solvent too, so that would uh, further break down the waxes in your heads, which could be problematic too for the water. But hey, these are all speculation things, right? Right. We're not we're not scientists. No, no. 
Definitely good. The scientists stuff there. Yeah, yeah. No, worth the experiment. Maybe go in the one gallon bag set just to test her out before you do the 20 gallon batch. <laughs> yeah, that get, get a proof of concept going first. <laughs> we're like, oh no, it totally evaporates the heads. Look at that. <laughs> Guess oh, we're gonna make this water. My luck. My luck, I'd just blow the damn thing up like a water heater. I'd just like fuck yeah. it. <laughs> I'd drop it in there and the violent steam reaction just splinter the machine and shit. All right. The lights falls down and makes the vacuum seal that pops. <laughs> oh yeah, it separated the heads. <laughs> Almost mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to use the CO2 method with the one-gallon bucket like that. I used to uh, clean it that way, and then my girl would make it into the um, coconut oil from there. But that was how we could separate the plant material really fast and not have the coconut oil taste like plant material. Right. You can make cookies in this fucking, you don't taste shit. You don't know if they're regular or not, you know what I mean? It's definitely a good method for the means, what I guess, whatever you're using it for. It's definitely a good way to get a lot of heads real quick. But like for me, if you're making hash, there is a very fine line. <laughs> fine line, like you say, you, ooh, and then it's a lot of work if yeah. you're not making edibles out of it. Yeah. I think there's easier ways, too, if you're making edibles. I would I don't know, would you say RSO? I mean, RSO is maybe manually easier, right? You're just pouring the alcohol on, separating it, and evaporating it. But, so a lot of the work's done, you know, outside of your still evaporating it. I don't know. You know, you know that's what I was going to say. I got fucking sidetracked along the way. I don't know how, and probably because I smoke pot. <laughs> Get to say, probably because I smoke weed. But uh, it seems like fucking um, these hash sheds are becoming like last year's fucking she shed. Remember how like you always fucking seen them on commercials and shit. She needs a she shed. They were mainly like on the fucking commercials. The she shed was basically the timeout area for the wife or whatever. But this year. From what I see, this year's she shed is his hash shed. <laughs> That's what I've seen come around this year. Everybody throwing up that hash shed out back and shit. Uh, <laughs> which is a great idea, though. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm about jealous. it. Ah, see. <laughs> I mean, it is a great idea, man. I just uh, just a lot of insulation and an aircon, right? Be worth it. Well, I heard green thirteen there. What's up, brother? Who don't go, uh, don't go down there? It's a serious boom farms. I, I remember that guy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody that takes this as serious as that guy, I can see boom having a fucking hash. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, more like move the wife out and just do it in her room or webs. Gotta have the wife. Wish how cold no. it is there when he's at all times. Yeah, yeah, it's about to be. Yeah, I want to have some made up so I can uh, fuck around with the cold. I got to build a cure room for the plants. Um, We're in minus figures for the next like four days. It's going to be hash time, man. We're going to be minus 28 tomorrow night. That's what I've been thinking and talking about, man. Doing like an old, the old bubble man style videos where him and fucking Johnny would fucking make the fucking hash outside. Yeah. I actually think about doing that. I've never fucking made it outside. And with it being as cold and shit as it's going to be in the next week, I'm thinking, man, I might just do it. Hell, it might be cold enough to where I might have to let the machine and shit do and pull and dump and come inside. <laughs> just bring everything inside <laughs> for the sifting. <laughs> I, 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 I even did the sifting outdoors, mate. Just get some good warm socks on. But if you can like take it out the bag and it's like minus one C outside, like it comes out easy, you know, it's like a proper hash shed. It's better than that, really. Um, yeah, it's just, and then you just go inside for a zoo while the machine's running. You know, what you got six minutes on the machine or something, pop inside, smoke a zoo, come out, do your business right quick because you are quick when it's fucking cold. <laughs> Well, mainly I'm worried about like the rinse water for the bags, and in that aspect, I'm thinking it almost needs to be, again, reversed. At least you know, cold as I can get it coming from the house, and just throw the throw the hose outside. The hose might have to come in and out with me. You know what I mean? Just for working purposes, and then fucking. I, I got a big drum and just do whatever. I filled the drum with water. Get out for a few days. We, so it was just super cold yeah. already. There you go. Hey, you cut out, but we got you. Yeah, these yeah, died. Yeah, I just pre-cooled the water, basically. My guy Roots, who watches this show, told me change water every time. It's a fucking ball ache, but it's probably right. Yeah, it's it's right. I've I did it for years re reusing the water. It's better with new water. It's doable, like if you're in a pinch and you're still getting stuff and you're out of water, that water's already cold, do it. That did happen as well, boom. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm all done. Oh, one more. We'll have to reuse this one. Yeah, do it. But it is better to have good stuff every time that's that levels thing you can do it however you want but it's gonna be better and it's gonna be a you know little bit not as better what do you got there modern white widow white widow nice i just was just spilling talking about this is not it was one that I've never been able to put my finger on, like, de describe what it smells like. It's right, clear. 
I agree with you. Yeah. But just smell pleasant. Yeah, unique is what I say. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a unique one. I couldn't give you any part of it. It's not yeah, like a little of this in the front and come of that in the back. Yeah. Like, I got nothing. It's like, yeah. I, I thought the same way. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But it is very pleasurable. Yeah. You know what? Uh, which one of the whites that I was fond of more than the white winnow was the white rhino. You ever get any of the white rhino? That was my favorite out of the whites. That was yeah. a, I like the white rhino too. It's a nice quick one. Really tasty. Super tasty. No, it's an Amsterdam thing, isn't it? Mm, I believe so. Be honest with you, I'd have to look it up. See Smiley's uh, chili bean. Shit! Yeah, she's looking beautiful. Things getting it on. Modern head. Modern's got a pretty chili bean too. Yeah, you're right. Get right on this stuff, baby. Yeah, they're vigorous, man. They fucking grow. It's hard to keep. Yeah. Keep out of it. I am liking. I think I like the Agent Orange better. I like the structure of the plant. Like the, I like it better. It is really oily. Holy crap! It's really, really oily. But you said until I smoke it, you don't know. Yeah, you never know. It was nice to hear Jill talk about the jelly bean and sort of how it affects and you know. And actually hearing TCDR talk about it, you know, it was, yeah, it was neat. Yeah. It was neat that she was really honest and gave everyone props who was involved with those, with that, the making of those genetics too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, I'll give her some props. Uh, a couple people said it. You could actually see some of the remorse in her eyes about all the shit that's happened in the last few years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, fuck, everybody's got hurt, everybody's hurting, and that manifests. Gotta lay to bed at some point, have some closure and shit. I was surprised she didn't, because uh, I, I know that's the first time she had heard about me. Maybe it wasn't dumping all that jelly bean and Agent Orange around. Well, free! <laughs> dude, dude, I held my breath when you started that conversation. I was like, I wonder how this is going to go down. It went down fine, didn't it? Yeah, it didn't go bad. It didn't go bad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad everybody's got something that they've liked out of it so far. Man, my, yeah. Mine's uh, really just nice. starting to starting to bud, starting to form. They got about, about that big. I know it's on it so far. It's good I do like the Asian always Really like the cuts off that thing. I hope they <laughs> stay with it. I really do. Yeah, two of the, I got four of the chili beans. Two of my new were girls. I was having problems doing my cloning way. <laughs> so, yeah, two of my newer girls, I moved those to the barn, and those were the ones I took a picture of. The other two, I think 
there's one boy and one, one more girl. Nice. <clears throat> there are some definite, definite burps coming off too already. I put the tray to use. Like what, Smiley? You're a bit quiet, by the way. What turps? Uh, like I'm, I'm picking up like a lemonade kind of turp, like right off from. But it's almost different. Like there's a little bit of different citrus. Both of them have citrus, but there's a little bit of difference to it. Uh, hard to say, but it's similar but different. I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, it's got it's got a citrus, but it's just not as strong as the Asian orange. But it's more pleasurable. Yeah, like his orange citrus, though, it'll be more like that lemonade. Is kind of my understanding of what people are describing from it, but I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Your garden's looking killer, modern. Killer. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Big old thing. <coughs> Big old long one. Big old long one. What's the time? Uh, yeah, seven minutes. Six minutes. minutes. Six minutes, okay. My wife was in the bath yesterday, and I went into the bathroom, and then it, she was like, what the fuck was that? Did you just did you just put water in that banger? I said, yeah. She said, what the fuck did you do that for? I said, Eagle Gardens told me to do it. What, 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 what? I said, look, it's all clean. Steamed it out. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I meant to ask you about that. That was funny. I thought about it. Just round the okay. edge, it wants just, it, I mean, it worked perfectly. Speak of the devil, it worked perfectly. Yeah, I'll be doing it again. What? Steam. Psst. Oh, yeah, while well, I was in the bar. <laughs> there you go, corroborated. Yeah, I'm getting a round bottom banger for that reason, so I don't have those little corners because that's the only part of my banger that I can't quite get the bubble hash cleared out of when I dab it, so I figure maybe the round bottom, I'll just be able to get that right out. Don't get a narrow neck. I got a round bottom narrow neck. It is just an arse clean, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you break a lot of fucking Q-tips. But yeah. Round bottom's great for a torch. It's great for a... It's great for a... Um, cold start. <sighs> Yeah, I don't really do torches anymore, to be honest. Pre twenty twenty, that shit in it. <laughs> I had, no, a, I still have an e nail, but I don't use it anymore. I don't know. I prefer the torch. Is I can barely, I can barely handle this stuff. It is so fucking sticky. Wow! Look at that. Holy Jesus! Oh shit! What you do? Now it's got dog hair stuck to it. <laughs> Luckily, it landed on a tray, and all it will have is trichome heads landed on it. I can, I can hear that thing land. <laughs> I saw the computer jump up about an inch.
Man, I forgot I had this bag. Some of that fucking uh, apple fritter. And that's pretty. Yeah. Nice. That's that's cool. a- this shit, man, makes me, if I take a decent-sized fucking dab on it, I actually fucking said this, and I, it's still true. If I take a decent-sized dab of this, this shit makes me feel like it fucking squints my third eye, man. I fucking make, it, it fucking makes my eyes shut. I can feel like I can feel like a squinting in the center of my head, man. It's like holy fuck, man. <laughs> I know exactly what it's you're talking in, about. I never had that, but that's but it's a in massive. A good way. It's a massive um, cut over here, apple fritter. It's oh, everybody who does cuts carries that thing. What you got there, boom? That was nice. From Crumble. Yeah, from Bubble. Apple What's that like doing? Is the uh, wedding cake of the, of the UK, is that what you're saying? Yes, that is sort of what I'm saying. It's like super, and actually I'll go even further. When you see a lot of the big grows, like big rooms, they'll all be running Apple Freer as well. It's sort of like, for us, it was um, not Chemdog, what was it? Trumpets. Star Dog. Star Dog was our wedding cake, basically. <coughs> the trends. So is like wedding cake becoming the trend over there now? Is that I yeah. see you had it in your garden at one point, and that's why I was wondering. Still. Day 70, 73, 74. Holy shit. Yeah. She's still going strong, huh? I mean, I'm not supposed to give dates, but... (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, when something keeps improving, fucking just keep your hands out. If you can, just keep your hands out. (coughs) It's annoying, because three quarters of that room is waiting to fucking get filled you know but it's cool everything is in order it's much better to be hippie about it you know that's a massive pot if you look at it there's uh i can't remember like 300 liters so when it went to stretch it obviously just stretched for like four weeks and you know you said oh man your shit always produces big colas big arms i think it's just because of the pot and because there's only one plant in there, it just could stretch endlessly, really. And so it just got behind early rather than getting behind now kind of thing. Anyway, that's my take on it. Look fucking amazing. Fucking egg. I think that's something I'm running into with the unicorn poop. Because that's a GMO cross and GMO will go 11 weeks. A lot of people say, I've never ran a GMO, but I know that about that 10 11 weeks and i think i think i'm ready there we go i think i've got like two versions going here Hello, Ed. Hey, my pretty girl. 
Yeah, that's actually flour rosin, but I did that at such a low temperature, it came out white, and then it just slightly turned over the last sort of month or so. That looks real nice. (coughs) Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. (coughs) Thank you. What you guys got planned for this weekend, anybody? Got any special plans for uh, this coming weekend? I'm going to head over to Fresno Nurse here. That's what I'm going to do when I leave here. I'm going to party with them all night. They're still like on the West Coast, so they're just, they ain't that late for them. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to straight out admit it's I'm losing Friday my mind. Night. I, I can't bear fucking lockdown anymore. Why? Just fucking same day over and over again. You're trying to fucking make everything exciting because it's like the same day over and over fucking again. You know, you can have a steak and chips and you can have a fucking Mexican and you fucking hell, I'm just bored. Just fucking bored. I want to see my friends. I want to fucking leave this house. Well, you you chat with us right now, son. Yeah, man. It would be real bad without this. I mean, you meet us in person, we don't any different. True enough. Thanks, Eric. Opening up a little bit here in uh, Michigan anyway. I mean, you are able to get out a little bit. The bars, not that I'm a drinker, but the bars up here are open. Surprisingly friggin' packed. Yeah. I don't even know what I want. I I just feel so... uh, In as as much as anything, I like my family to go away. Can you fuck off? Uh, Not in any way, but just like... I like a couple days without them. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I just trade for someone else. Just, yeah. Do without hearing my own voice, even. Yeah. Does uh, get to like that a few times for sure. That's why you know. That's why I'm planning to spend some time outdoors today. Usually, I'm spending a lot most indoors doing whatever. But I just decided yesterday. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get out and do whatever. Do something outdoors today, even though it's cold. Make hash something. Just get some fresh air. Get some uh, fucking vitamin D from the sun. Uh, That's a great idea. 
Tell you a story, quick one. A couple of days ago, I was having a walk. And when I walk, I walk real fast. And uh, so I was out walking with my dog. And my dog went up and harangued this woman on the beach, just sort of sniffing around her. So I sort of looked up and saw this woman. I was like, sorry, sorry, she's a puppy, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I never broke stride. I kept moving, but we sort of chatted. And as I was walking, as I kept, as I passed her, I was like, anyway, have a lovely day. And I'm waving behind me. You know, I'm like, I'm a man who's on a mission when I'm walking, usually. So anyway, walk about another mile. And suddenly this person appears in my peripheral vision. You can't keep up with me. And when I left the, when I left the side of the water into the woods, she was 300 yards behind me. So this woman must have fucking hustled to catch me up. And I had my headphones on. So she touched my elbow and I was like, shit, whoa, sorry. Um, so she said, uh, your medicine smells nice. So I was like, oh. So I took my headphones off. Anyway, me and this woman talked for the next like half an hour. And we talked about ayahuasca. And we talked about every type of healing we talked about this show we talked about cannabis we talked about mushrooms and we talked about some physical healing and we talked about vibration healing and we walked and talked and we exchanged numbers and like that shit don't ever happen to me ever and it's like i must be giving off different vi- i'm giving off different vibrations because my vibrations used to say, fuck off. And they obviously now say, come and talk to me. <laughs> but that, sh- that shit don't ever happen to me. I wouldn't tell that. Did you tell your wife the story? You got a number at, on your walk at the beach? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I did tell her. She's already making shagging jokes. She said, the woman must have fancied you if she talked to you on the beach and then hustled to catch you. My wife couldn't catch me up. <laughs> Party with Fresno nerds. <clears throat> Dude, look at me. I've got a beard. And, like, I had a hood and a... You know, I was like, there was none of me to see. The most ineligible, ineligible person I know. Right. Were you wearing your mask? <laughs> hmm? Were you wearing your mask? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck that mask. Fuck that mask. That's what I say to you. Well, I have to wear it. So they make me forced to. Yo, anywhere we, a lot, any building, we have to wear it, yeah, but. So, Boone, what's going on with that light, dude? You started burning those plants yet? Yep, but it wasn't the light, it was the pots. The pots dried out on me. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna... savage, right? I'm really struggling. Well, I'm, it's, it's not that I'm struggling. I am not going to run my light this run at full power. Because and that's two point eight. You're at three point one or whatever, and it all, I'm running it at three quarters, and it probably ain't getting turned up because they just get pissed off. I had it at a hundred percent day three of flower, and they were perfectly healthy until about week four, 
and then I started seeing the little bit of the deficiency creeping in. But I had the scales on the fox, and I could see the number on the scales was going down and down. And that's how I finally figured it out that this is what the problem is. They're drying out. They can't keep up. Right. And that's why and, I'm building. <laughs> and that's obvious, mate. Photosynthesis rate. If you can, if you can make the loop work, which is actually pretty difficult because you're going to have to feed it enough to keep up with how much light you're giving it. And yeah, it's tricky to do right away. It, it It's a struggle. Lights the throttle. Yeah. It's yeah. like the throttle and you're trying to make everything else like just like your engine on your car. You're trying to make all the other the air, the fuel, the compression, the spark, all that shit has to happen. Still, this is similar in photosynthesis. It really is. Looking your temperature has to be right, your humidity, your, you know what I mean? Your, your plant has to have the right ability to trans, um, transpire properly where it can't do photosynthesis. You know what I mean? There's Get like, that stomer open as long as possible, as wide as possible. I tell you, I was just getting a good, good understanding of how the soil works and shit, and then here comes fucking dry back, fucking. <laughs> that shit's uh, working my mind a little bit. The whole, yeah, I mean, I, I is that what you guys is referring to? Is like uh, how to use the dry back and flower there, like uh, Pat was talking about the other night there. Smiley talked about this a little bit in what his recent garden update. He mentioned a little dry back. I don't do that at all until the last day, where last night it sucked the pot dry. But I don't usually do that. Not intentional. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm not intending to do that. Yeah, mine's not intentional either. Well, so. Well, when I was talking to him the other night about it with the other guy, oh, I feel like an asshole because uh, I got to think of it real quick. It was Mark. It was Mark. Mark uh, Leafy Hill was who I was yeah. talking to him about uh, drive back there. And when he when I was speaking with him about it, and that was actually the first time I had actually heard about the dry backing. Uh, and he was the way I understood it when I talked to him was basically he was saying that in the first part of flower or, you know, keeping the soil wet, you were making the plant think it was more in a vegetative state. And then you wanted to use a dryback method more towards the later part of flower to kind of drive out turps and uh, trichome production is the way I understood it. And then it was a couple of days later I seen Floriflex using a dry back in Rockwell, but the way that they were using the dry back was um, they were shutting off the feed during the nighttime hours and letting the cube dry out during that period and then reintroducing water during the light cycle. So is that what now you're kind that, of getting to when you guys are talking about it here? That, what you're talking Drying about, the out. latter part is massively important. It's the new zen for those guys and probably 
probably um, Boom is doing that shit. Definitely, there's an excellent video with Jungle Boys talking about dryback. But for me, in soil, I'm not trying to. I'm not dealing with the plant. I'm dealing with my soil and my microbes. The plant can do its own business. That's nothing to do with me. So no, I'm not drying back my plant at all. I need my soil to say the same throughout, if possible. For me, that's how I run mine. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying that's I want my microbes active and at about the same levels all the time. Plant can fuck off. Yeah, my pots are so big, you, you don't want to fucking move those things with a sucker. It's so uh, wet, you don't want to move them. <clears throat> now, eventually, when I, my shops are going to be on wheels, so I'll be able to move them. So what have you seen, Smiley? It's it's a form of crop steering, and it's like a lot of other stresses. You're you're trying to steer the crop into doing something different. You know what I mean? And it's right. I think a lot of it's like playing with fire, though, in a, in a way that you can try out. Really, there's a fine line. You know, like I think the guys that are doing it have a really high level of control of their. I, how dry that got, you know what I mean, and how long it was dry, those kind of different things. Like, there's a lot of technique to it, you know what I mean, and maybe that's something for the big guys. I don't know, but I don't, I don't yeah, try to mess with control. it. I have some that have dried up on me, and I've had some that go wet on me, and either way, it's never been a good result. Not, not. It's not desirable in bag appeal. It's usually less turfs. It's usually less stony. It's like, I don't know. It's just my experience with it. What's less turfy? I'm not clear on that. What are you saying, Smiley? Again, I... Go ahead. No, I was just saying the dry bag from... from soil that I work with it's never been a benefit. Uh, here's so the thing dry where out. I feel lots of people get tripped up. Dry back doesn't mean dry. It just means dry back. You know, if this is wet and this is dry, you want it to dry back. You don't want it dry. Right? It just means when it's ready to be watered again. At least in that's how I've always used it. Well, the thing that Jack was also talking about was like that's the drought strap, the dry back, and a wilt, and then you're adding water. And the the what they found in that study was that doing that at like week seven, <clears throat> nine week strain or something like that actually caused a higher terpene content in the plant. But, yeah, but we talk. But also, I think there's a there's a thing where you're feeding your plant three times a day or six times a day and your dry back is missing one of them or missing two of them. I'm not saying exactly what I don't know the deal, but what I'm saying is when it's multiple waterings, it's, it, you do have a better orchestration of like to dry our soil out. Like it's a longer, different thing and different shit happens. So yeah, I think in the, in the non soil media, which are regularly watered. That's where it's a real crop steering tool. Yeah, non-soil. Uh, scary yeah, stuff. You've got to keep it up on non-soil. Well, that and a lot of times I think, you know, like my issue was I was over watering the soil. 
I think it's the same thing a lot of people do. And I don't know. I I don't. I let it drive. I let. It, I won't say drive back, but I I, I only water it every couple of days. I mean, every other day, you know, two wait two days before I water it. Sometimes three days. Yeah. I mean, it depends on where it's at. I thought just transplant. Every time I just transplant, I don't water it for ten days. Let the roots come out, but. Uh, I, don't I don't anticipate ever seeing fungus again. Yeah, exactly. Too. You get Cheers, brother. More. What's going on, brother? What's going on, guys? No worries, uh, so. What's going hey, on, everybody? Doing? Doing? Okay, good. Good to see you. Uh, there we go. I got to pop out, guys. I'm starting to fall asleep. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Good to catch up. Thanks Great to see you, rude boy. Have a good one, guys. Cheers, Boo. Cheers, man. Good to see you, brother. He's man. Peace out, guys. I'm talking about you, man. Uh, two by two. That is poor, old world, poor old world's last it's, night. It's, uh, <laughs> I know, man. I'm sorry. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Let's see how it is. <laughs> Good to see you, Smiley. Be <laughs> Smiley. Have a good night, brother. <laughs> I see how it is. I drop in the how conversation. Everybody just dips right the fuck out. All right. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't bad, like that. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's their normal time, usually. Yeah. Uh, now, how's everybody else doing? Good. Good. Token away. Saturday morning. It's fucking hella foggy out there. When I woke up, it was bright blue sunshine, and now it's just fogged out, and we are about to walk into a complete blanket of snow and freezing temperatures for the next four days. Which I'm worried. Man, we got it. We we got snow for the first time in a good little while here, in just a little bit. We always get like one snow, like. It's like one snow every like four years or so, but like, man, it was 30 plus wrecks in one day in a little tiny town. Yeah, ridiculous. So, so dumb. So, so dumb. No, we were talking about uh, water. And it, you know, I, I started to water a couple of days, but when I water, I saturate the whole fucking soil. I know the whole soil is fucking completely saturated, 100%. And oh, all right. Do its fucking thing. I'll do it um, for a couple of days. I have a weird living soil. I kind of have a. I was listening to the conversation. That's actually why I wanted to chime in. I kind of have a double-edged sword when it comes to that. So I reuse my soil, recycle my soil, but I harvest, try to plant on the same day if possible. So my soil is still has the same moisture content, but I will plant. Like the medium, again, I'm only working with 27-gallon totes. So if I'm transplanting like a one-gallon pot or a two-gallon pot, it actually takes up quite a bit of space. So I can't like I'm, – I'm tilling some of the soil, but not all the soil. I'm trying not to as much as I can. But with the lids that I rock, the plants are placed in the exact same spot. So I can't really exactly plant my mm. plant next to the same root ball. I have to cut my root ball out plant the same spot. So that's actually why I've been doing the root ball ferment. So I can actually get 
recycle it, reuse it. Yeah. Get those exact microbes off. Yeah. But when I normally do my new cycles, I actually transplant my plant, water it in really nice, really heavy. But I let the first time, just the first time, search for the water, not dry out, search for the water. Because again, like, there's a difference between being bone fucking dry where the microbes die. And there's a difference between being the moisture content is low, but the water content is in the bottom of the pot. So it's actually looking for any kind of water it can. So it starts searching low. There's actually humidity in the underneath, like, even if you have fucking four by four pots in your fucking beds, there's humidity sitting underneath those pots. They will leach off that for a day or two, but you try to get them to look for the, like, if you're sitting in a pool, drinking a drink, surrounded by barbed wire in the desert, you're not thirsty. If you've been walking through the desert for two weeks and you see a dude in a pool, surrounded by barbed wire, sipping a drink, you're going to do whatever you can to get to that water. It's a weed. But I feel like the first time is the best time for that. And then you let it dry but, and then yeah. you get your moisture content. Because again, like your electrical conductivity of your soil, actually your EC volume changes as your soil moisture content dries out and your feeds might be low. Your soil pH might be high. So if your soil is sitting at seven, you're feeding at five, you get that in whole range of nutrients while your plant dries out. Great. Hydroponics, you're trying to great. stay at that same level. You're trying to stay at 6.3. Oh, you're, trying to keep the, you're trying to keep that little tiny level. Hi- organics, you can be like, okay, I'm going to feed at three. My soil sits at 14 or my fucking... Dude, I've had properties where like you've had straight up like water that sits at 14. You know, plants will take it. They get used to it, but... There's a lot of different factors. It depends on the mineral content, how electrically charged it is, and just a bunch of other random ass shit. But plants do take it. They get used to it. Green 13, I like your fucking, um, your structure on your plants, though. Those things are looking nice and beefy, nice and like uh, spread out, trained well, bud. Those are great. Really, um, that's down to them and not me, you know. I gave, I gave them some space this time. Funnily enough, Eagle was like, how come just three plants in that room? You had nine in there the time before. And it was sort of like, you know, following Joshua Rutherford's thing and like just give a bit more of a garden. Um, So actually, some of that is just down to having good space. But I loved what you were just talking about because, of course, I bottom feed. So that really is helping them search down, you know. Oh, definitely. Even if you got just straight solo cups, if you even, if you start noticing you're watering, you're overwatering your solo cups, if you let them dry out one time and then you water them from the bottom, they look for it. So they actually try to shoot to the bottom. But again, endothermic bacteria and mycorrhizal bacteria is always a, a benefit. Because it like, azos is an, uh, so Again, mycos and azos. If you use mycos, mycos actually helps roots that are already formed expand. It's an ectothermic bacteria. Azos is an endothermic bacteria, but it's also a nitrogen-fixing bacteria. So it actually makes nitrogen available, helps plants green out really quickly, but it also forms new roots from shoots that are already like dying off or 
just helps in, increase root enhancement, but it's endothermic, ectothermic. I've never used that stuff, but I think I am going to start to use that stuff, don't you, Eagle? Yeah, I do use the ASOs a little bit. I'm not as much as I used to, to be honest with you. I've kind of laid back because I started feeding with uh, other microbes. Uh, what is it back there? The photosynthesis plus and the SPF 100. I had both both of nice. those in my watering, so I kind of uh, slacked on adding the micros and azos during no. transplant. You're, you're so, pretty well. isn't it? I would still hammer on the mycos. Again, with the uh, um, the SLF and, and the other one that you're adding, you're pretty well doing the same thing. Um, the azos helps keep your cuts green while they're sitting in the domes. That's pretty well what it helps with. But it also, so if you keep rerunning your soil consistently, you'll, note it, you'll notice that... Um, if you keep consistently testing it, if you keep adding biological matter, most of it is actually nitrogen. Uh, nitrogen is very, very easy source to actually keep replacing. If you feed correctly, your plant will not access nitrogen at certain sources of its lifestyle. At its life life cycle, excuse me, um, it's not supposed to naturally do that. Um, trees don't do that. Like trees grow, grow green, fade, fall, deplete every single year. They have access to every nutrient they need. They just don't naturally access them. If you force feed them, they'll take it though. Um, same thing with cannabis. Um, you know, like you just give them the general basic cycles, but whenever you get your soil tested, you'll notice that the nitrogen content of your soil is actually most like more than likely still pretty high off your first or even second cycle. Your phosphorus and potassium will be low. And your minerals will be low. So all you need to do is replant, balance your phosphorus and potassium, but make your nitrogen available. So you can actually use nitrogen-fixing bacteria, photosynthetic bacteria like you like eagle. So, so photosynthetic bacteria makes your, your plants look for more light. So that makes them prey. The nitrogen-fixing bacteria makes nitrogen that's in your soil available. You can have phosphorus-fixing bacteria that comes from actually like uh, fish shit, like pretty much like ponds. You have like a big pond, just the water where they pee and poop and breed. That is actually high in photo photosynth or uh, phosphorus fixing bacteria. That's pretty much mammoth pee. Hmm. Like you can get a uh, purple non-sulfuric bacteria. You can cultivate that a bunch of different ways, but that actually eats um, powdery mildew and a bunch of other bad bacterias that breed in your soil. Like there's a lot of like really awesome bacteria that you can naturally cultivate and breed with each other to like, so when you start doing like IMOs and BIM, you start cultivating different zones with different kinds of bacterias, mixing them together, storing them, and then increasing their microbiolate with just a planet pretty much. So you actually start stimulate, you start actually cultivating mycelium, nitrogen fixing bacteria, photosynthetic bacteria, phosphorus fixing bacteria, PNSD, like there's all kinds of in one spray. So when you spray it, it's a, it kills PM. It makes your plants prey like a motherfucker. It feeds them for nothing. And it also fixes any phosphorus deficiencies that you have just out of the air. This is a spray you're talking about? Just a spray. And you can make it yourself. 
you actually, you can spray it and water it in. I do both. That's actually like the difference between modern natural farming versus KNF. KNF is 100% foliar fed applications. Mine is both. You can water it in and plants take it just like you would any kind of. So if you like synthetic nutrients at all, and you're like, oh, I like the tip burn. I like how they push. With this style, you can make all your stuff and you can still get that tip burn. You can still get the push. You just, you can actually separate every element out individually. Nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, cobalt, iron, nitrogen, everything, anything. You can, everything's a nutrient and it's like fucking pretty well free. It's super, 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 super cost-effective. All right, I'm gonna roll out of here, buddy. Getting late. We're back. Thanks for popping in, Monter. Appreciate it. Hey, Green 13. Hey, Green 13. He's coming. Peace, brother. Is it time? Yes, get it for me, it is. <laughs> time to start right. the day. Cheers, brother. See you, mate. Uh, one last hope. Good night, man. Peace. Peace. Okay, brother. You didn't shout. I'm uh, I'm actually planting beans over here. Ah, that's what I'm doing. What are you planting? I'm planting, uh, I just dropped five of those uh, Mendo Loco from uh, SoCal. I said F2, but basically I believe they're more of a V2 version 2 uh, of the Mendo Loco. A remake. Yeah. And then um, these Xmas seeds that uh, were sent to me, I'm dropping some of those. And um, is it full some moon? Of Bingus's. No, no, no. I missed it the other day. It was what last week or some something like that. And uh, no, I'm just getting it done. You know, it's an it's an added bonus, but I don't. You know, not living by it. <laughs> if it's time, yeah, it's time. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not waiting for the next month. <laughs> no. Hey, just tell you what, I've actually got something arriving Monday. I've got uh, an aero cloner coming, an uh, aeroponic cloner coming. Nice. nice. Like, uh, I've been waiting to do that a long time. And, like, I've been like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Do it. Every time I'm gone off it, mostly because of the water heating up and shit like that. But someone talked me into it. So, looking forward to that. Just going to run straight the, water. The only thing I got to say about aeroponics. Make sure you continually make sure you clean your pump and filter consistently and replace your collars. Do not try to clean them. Just replace them. They will save you a big headache. Why? What's with the collar thing? Bacteria. Where where do they grab your plant? Right around the stock, right? So if there's any kind of bioslime that fills there, doesn't matter if your plant roots. If pythium starts, that's where it starts. Then you've got a fucking four-foot plant that starts rotting at the base where it touches the soil okay cool just replace your collars they're like fucking four bucks it's way worth the hassle and if if you have any problems at all replace your pump 
but make sure you scrub the shit out of it. The best solution I found for it, hydrogen peroxide, bleach, rubbing alcohol, and apple cider vinegar. Mix those motherfuckers together, scrub the shit out of it. <laughs> you do sanitize Take it. everything. Sanitize the shit. Well, antiseptic, anti-ammonia, antibacterials, uh, antiseptic, fucking anti... Dude, it scrubs and cleans everything. If you have any kind of bug problems, powdery mildew problems, and you keep, cannot get it away, that is the solution you spray and scrub all your walls with. Walls, filters, intakes, outtakes, lights, pots, floors, fans, every motherfucker. Dude, that will kill everything. And then after that, you spray sulfur right on top of that without plants. Heavy. And then guess what? You are now sterile, 1,000 fucking percent. You will not have yeah. any problems. If you can actually um, also... Unfortunately, so like, is my soil. Well, if you can cover your soil up yeah. with a couple of layers, you can protect from most of that, but you can also heat your room up to like 140, and that'll kill any uh, live, well, let me, uh, soft bodies. It'll kill most soft bodies. It'll kill mites, russets, but you heat it up for like two hours, but you cover your soil so it actually insulates it. You know, so you water it before. So if they're going to flock to it, you do that, and then you do a super enzyme treatment to your soil. Again, that's if you have a really bad problem, though, honestly. But do you want to start with two bugs that turn into 81 bugs in four days? Or would you rather scrub, fucking scrub and clean everything? I'm about Again, it. Like, I'm about it. Ben beneficial predators and everything else definitely help, for sure. But they're not going to take care of your problem. They're going to suppress it. So... Are you, when you say aero cloner, are you talking about the kind that the one that actually sprays up at the roots, or are you talking about the one that just kind of circulates the water? The sec, the first one, the think, splatters splatters up at the roots. Nice. Yeah, that's what I think of when I think of an aero cloner. But um, yeah, and I I think that way you get to use an air pump rather than a water pump. Yeah. Oh well, there, there's there's both of them. Um, okay. But yeah, the, the air. I like the air one. It has less moving parts, definitely. I use yeah. the other. I use. The oh, water you use ju one. just just the sprayers. No, it's a just a, like a, it's an like a DWC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, well, I nice, actually eliminate a lot of shit out of there, there too. There's nice things oh. about both. If you have a pump, you can run a solution and continually run the pump so it cleans through the pump. If you have an air stone, you just have to take the equipment out of it and sanitize it without moving. Obviously, you know. Well, this is well, I can pick your brain about this. This is, I don't use the air stones. I actually uh, pick. I don't know, I'll just get into that later. I don't use the air stones, but I've heard as uh, as far as cleaning them, uh, using uh, denture stuff, using. Uh, uh, the same shit you use the you use to clean your dentures with. Soak them in there, drop that shit in there, and it cleans all the bad shit off them. I've heard that works more than very likely. Well. You could probably like, but I, as long as long as no plants are actually in the basin when you're doing anything, more than likely, like more than likely, you could even use that fucking toilet bowl cleaner. Just as long as you're scrubbing everything and then sanitizing everything afterwards and making sure nothing is left afterwards. As long as you're sanitizing, cleaning, getting the biofilm on all the cracks and nooks. With hydroponics, you, it's all about Are you changing that water? Are you changing that water every day? 
No. You can so again, nope. you can change it one it no, depends on what's in your water. Well, it depends on what's in your water. Where Nothing. I'm at, if it I was have just straight water every other fucking day. But again, like it depends if you're well water, if your water is city water, what's in it, what the PPM's in it, what my water where I'm at is very, very hard to do aquaponics with. My old place, it was impossible. The place for that, no fucking problem. Is well water versus like, hey, super like don't drink the water and then now it's like oh it's it's city water but it changes so now i went from like oh it's stable all the time to this is really really fluctuating it's got a lot of different things you need to buffer it to well now it just changes ph and minerals all the fucking time so you still have to look out for what you're doing yeah it's, i've got, high, kind quality, of a pain I've in got the ass. high quality city water but i was thinking of using bottled water because of the spray I heads even, i would I wouldn't even go that far, dude. Let your water sit out 24 hours. Go from there. 24 hours, pH is it where it needs to sit, and then just start aerating it. The one thing is, if you recycle it, it actually has more of a shelf life than if you aerate it. Because if you aerate it, you're adding oxygen. If you add oxygen to H2O, eventually the oxygen molecule, molecule falls out. Then you have H2, which yeah. is hydrogen, not oxygen. And plants don't want to take that because they're not, they need oxygen to breathe. So the more yeah. you can change it, the better, but it all depends again, how, how good your water is. I yeah. know people that are like, Oh, 14 days. Like I just literally put them in there and just fucking said it, forget it. I know people well, I are could like, use, I, have, I, I, I have to change it every two days or I have problems, but again, I could use make egg, sure egg your timers are set. <laughs> make sure your timers are set because nothing worse oh, than shit. setting a, a fucking thing, 140 cuts and you walk away and you're like, Oh, these are dope your lights don't turn on or your pump doesn't turn on, you kill 140 cuts immediately. You're like, motherfucker. Do that with five fucking sights at one time. Do you run that on and off? You you never forget again. Uh, 45 on, 15 off. Okay. That way it has a chance to spray and then drop, like, sit off and and then drop. And cool down, yeah? The water. You can can also let them be, like, like, that far below the plugs. The more you put them underneath, the more rooting area they have. Make sure your solution is the correct pH and stays there. Make sure your water stays warm. Make sure, again, if you clean any of that shit, it has to be fucking sterile. If you, everything's going to be cute for fucking three runs. If you miss one little tiny (laughs) speck, you're going to get bio slime and it's going to spread. And you're never going to get roots. It's going to cover those roots and you're going to end up with fucking pythium or not pythium, but, um, Botrytis and the roots are just going to fucking rot. They're just going to get yeah. soggy and die. Or they're going to try to make roots and they're going to be slimy. And then, well, again, that's again where like a drop, one drop of bleach and a quarter cap of hydrogen peroxide will sanitize and clean the roots. It actually fights that. That's but funny. any of that slime actually on the roots will not make it so that roots will actually absorb water or nutrients. Yeah, that's what I was getting at there, basically. I kind of never got to finish my method. <laughs> my bad. But, my uh, bad, fucking eagle. Uh, basically, when I run my cloner, it's it's in the it's two gallons and it's a close to a DWC. I've eliminated the stones out of there just because that's part of the equation. Nastiness builds up in them stones. I don't want to reuse them. I don't want to fucking. They're pain in the ass for me. So basically, uh, I and I, 
the, when the model as it comes will come with an underwater current or underwater pump to kind of just blast things around underneath and then you can supply an airline to that for extra oxygen and it actually comes with you can actually supply it to the pump or you it comes with uh, like a four inch stone you can put in the bottom of it for oxygenation as well but i've actually eliminated both of those for several reasons one the stones provide nastiness they build up over time so i've actually just taken two two airlines and i go kitty corner and uh, just let them one big bubble up in the center constant bubble all the time and i've eliminated the other shit just kind of because what you've hinted at there and again i add, i also add uh, five mils of peroxide to each gallon to avoid the nastiness, the pythium, and all the bullshit. But I don't add the bleach. I'm always gun shy of the bleach. So again, peroxide for some reason I'm kind of not so okay with. It's like one mil per gallon for the peroxide. Yeah, for, no, for, for the bleach. bleach. That's what I, for the bleach. Okay. So again, like if you put one milliliter in a gallon of bleach, you could drink that. You wouldn't taste it. It's just to keep the pathogens and the bacteria content down. Now to find out for the rest of it, what I found with, I run the model, especially in the summer months, as is the, the damn thing likes to heat up because the, the nature of just the motor inside of it operating all the time provides heat the circulation of the water is another additive of heat so i eliminated that and just keep the oxygenation of the bubbles and i even control that during the summer months because it doesn't need that all the time if it's hot during the summer months you're pulling in the hot air out of the room you're pressing it through another hot motor and then you're putting more hot air into the system so during the summer months, I only run that air motor 15 minutes out of every, you know, 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off, 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off, which helps keep the water a lot cooler during the summer months as well. So that's just one thing I kind of use as a uh, as a way to cool, keep the water cool too. And then another tip I use is to keep the air volume up versus... Um, you know what? 10 people. It usually hangs right around 70, 71, 72 is where I like to my sweet spot in that setup. But um, another thing I found to control the heat and keep the oxygenation up is to use a bigger size pump, air pump, more like a, you know, a, just for a, not necessarily like a fish tank, but a a full size, something you'd use for, you know, DWC or whatever, a nice size pump. It's actually way oversized for the two cloners I'm using to run it, but it's a bigger bladder. You see what I'm saying? In order, instead of running that all the time and hot, I actually hook that up to a fan speed controller. So I turn it down so it's not vibrating as fast. But I'm getting a large amount of air in a shorter amount 
um, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So then, you know, with a little bit of fucking around, I've actually dialed that into where it works pretty well for me year-round. So, nice, man. Uh, your sweeping is uh, hitting your mic, dude. Oh, fuck, sorry. But yeah, that's uh, the heat temperature when it comes to the water cloning like that. Temperature can really play a fucking key factor, for sure. Yeah, that's why I was. That's the thing I'm most mm, feared of. My rooms run hot, and so I, the place where I've chosen is quite now low, low down towards the floor. It's not on the floor, but it, there's there's a gap but um i reckon that's going to be the spot we'll see it's going to be trial and error right do you keep a do you keep a do you use a uh, like a fish tank thermometer or anything you can you can, you can definitely use a, a aquarium heater they keep them at like 68 okay is that what you've been looking for about 68 71 something around there i like like 73 to 678 but 63 is definitely not the worst thing in the world. It's better than it. Again, like, no offense. If you can, maybe take a piece of insulation if you can. And whenever, wherever you're doing your cloner, throw the cloner on top of something so it's not sitting on the concrete. If it's on concrete. Yeah, it won't be. There'll be an air gap and then it's sat in a tray. Nice. Or yeah, I could definitely. have it up on the side. Um, you know what actually fucking kills that I've actually... I used to do the. Uh, I actually started with deep water culture. Um, if you're trying to experiment, one thing you might actually be really into um, that you can actually go from clone to solo cup to final home. Just straight up, just just straight coconut, aloe azos right in the cup. Put it down like fucking four inches in the solo cup. Pack it down. Put it in a dome like you normally would. By the time it roots the first time. They're rooted. If not, you want them one time and they're ready to go by like day like five to seven. You know, like <laughs> they're pretty well fucking rooted. They're just looking for water. You just, just let them sit. Do them like you normally would normal clones. My current method. My current method is basically that. I put them in a root riot, bury that root riot in a solo cup, and then just I don't even put them in a dome. I just stick them in a room. It's like you fucking go. So that's go. my current thing. But um, I want this because I want to, like, that makes it all much smaller again. I just need that consistency, really. I feel like I need that consistency. I also want to just cut them and put them, cut them and put them. I don't want another fucking job, really. It's, this is what yeah. I want to move forward to if, I, if, it, if it works out. But obviously, that, that, that method you're talking about is great fun because you know I'm trying to keep them small. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a yeah, big definitely. fucking plant into my bed, do I? Not really. If, if, if you think, if you maybe, again, like if you're looking to just like try something maybe new, um, try, maybe try, like hit me up about that solo cap tech. Like literally, you just fill them with coconut, put the cup, like cut in there, and you put them like a good, like fucking four inches deep. And then you plug you plug them in there and pack them down. Put them in there like normal. Like each end, you treat them all as each individual plants. They don't have the same medium. That's the nicest part. So whenever they, you're like, this one needs a little help. This one does not. Like 
But most of the time, like, again, like they come out within like five to seven days. But when I I've noticed with the hydroponically cloning, if you're not going into a hydroponic medium and going to a soil medium, you, they don't have a medium to sit in. So they don't have anything to grab onto. So you have to like dig a hole and then like, you know, roll them into the hole and then kind of like compact them up. There's not a whole lot holding them up at the same time. So you kind of have to stake them or there's just lacking. It's an ugly actually, look, isn't it? Well, well, they sit there for a little bit and they have to also adjust from going from being synthetically fed their whole, their whole life now to being organically fed. So they go being like, oh, I'm, I've been sitting in salts. And then they go to organics, which is just life-based. And they go, Ugh, I have to sit in the salts for a little bit and then just like dry out personally, freak out, and then look for some kind of moisture content. Oh, this has new food in it. Okay, well, this will work. I'll just start feeding off this. But it, it takes them it takes them a little bit of shock, honestly. But I, I've noticed with, again, like if you ever want to try experiment with something, those coconut solo cups, 16-ounce cups, dude, like 10 days, they're ready to transplant. Like and and it's coming from a full solo cup, but you can transplant the whole root ball that is fully on full on stable, fully rooted for like four inches up. A uh, hydroponic one has got the roots that dangle. You have to kind of like maneuver them in. These ones are like really fucking stable, and they're already organically fed also because you can use straight up aloe, aloe and coconut, and they're like, oh, this is enough to make me root, no problem. So they look for water and they go, oh, where's the rest of the water? And then you give them just like you don't even have to give them shit. They go, oh well. Okay, that's 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 water. That's fine. And then they go, okay, well now I'm in a hydroponic like feeding food. Dude, you transplant them. They're like, as soon as they start freaking out, you're like, oh, that's fine. Like you're you're ready for the next home. Which again, you've already outgrown your shit in like fucking twelve days. Well, I don't want to put aloe in that cloner, do I? Um, actually, I've heard of people doing that, but you need to do a recycling, not aerating. Right. Yeah um willow willow extract mm. you can use in hydroponic cloners mm. as soon as a willow touches the ground it roots actually most uh, plants you see one. near streams are willows actually there's like in california there's like fucking over 260 different species of fucking willow this is good for a year after you boil up a uh a cloning solution, right? You boil it up, pull out yep. the sticks, and then you can store it for up to a year. Um, if you keep adding to it or even just add a little teeny tiny bit of sugar to it, it'll actually keep – it'll last for as long as you want. It'll actually start getting stronger so you can start using less of it. <clears throat> but actually, it's really funny. You know, what, you know what fucking fermented willow is? Aspirin. So it can use aspirin to clone. Uh, ex exactly. It's got hormones in it that actually help re relieve pain, relieve stress, and actually has, uh, what is it, uh, iobutric acid 3, I believe. I know it has orthosilic acid, which is another one that helps. Neat. Sounds like it's got possibly B vitamins, eh? But no, willow willow's a great a great just medicine all the way around. But no, that's a, a good one that's pretty well free. You start you feed that one to your mom's like you feed that one to your you mom's feed that like, one to your mom's like an hour before you actually clone. So you're the it uptakes it and gives it out to the fucking clones and then the clones already have that hormone in it 
then you can use the aloe. Dude, you got you got a double you got a double whammy. <laughs> Good sounds. But no, you buy one aloe plant, that's cloning gel for life. So this was Bend. the drop this time. Bendo Loco, Xmas, Blue Mile, and those beads I got from Jax, Jax Herms, the Light Leak, the seeds I got from the Light Leak. Uh, I threw a couple of those in for fun teas, because I know, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. We'll give them one run, see if some yeah. fun comes up, what up? You just so, never know? That was... That that new cookies, bro. Yeah, it's not that like new I'm looking anything, to, uh, really. Not looking to like pass it on to anybody. So, well, I I had to do that with uh, so we had a Blackwater OG, uh, Wi-Fi forty three, Dosi Doe, Sherbert, um, Tangemol, Sour Tangy. SFVOG and Granddaddy Purple that were all in the same depth. And the Sherbert apparently was an S1 and it hermied, but it hermied late. And it only pollinated on certain things, but it mainly pollinated on the Blackwater OG. Blackwater was from Cali Connect, but it was already feminized. So it was a feminized, feminized. So when I, I had a bunch of those seeds, but I was like, okay, so. I'm going to go ahead and designate an entire room just to test these genetics pretty much like, okay, I'll have rooms that are like, so I'm like, all right, these are getting ready for flower. Like I got my, my room all set up and everything. I've already like popped all the seeds, sexed them all out. They're all females. There's no males. They're all feminized. They're all feminized, feminized. So they're definitely going to be fucking Hermes in these. So I need to be ready for pollen. So I'm like, all right, so I've got a room that I just put in a flower. It is week three now. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and run these. So if anything happens at like week four to six, there's still not going to be viable pollen or seeds that actually produce anything in the next room. But I can back that room up. Like I can have another room ready to go. Like this, you know, the second this room hit, we, hits pretty well week six because the, the next room is not going to show enough poll- or enough um, hairs to actually accept pollen for the first two to three weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, so I can time this perfectly. So I'm going to run all these seeds individually, one gallons, see what happens, see what happens, see if they hurt. So I'm like, all right, I ran like 50 of them and was like, all right, so these 10 don't do it. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and run these 10 versus each other, see what happens. I'm going to, okay, so these five are the keepers for potency-wise. These three are the keepers for fucking flavor-wise. Okay, let's go ahead and stress these to any point at all, at all. Let's go ahead and overfeed them, underfeed them, light leak them, see what happens. See which one does not fucking hurt me, like, you know, stress-wise, genetically. And I found one. I was like, dude, this is, like, this is fucking Blackwater OG. This is, like, exactly pretty much the mama. Potency, smell, flavor-wise. But it just, again, I could have had, I could have just got a cut for that. So it was just kind of a waste, big-ass fucking waste of time. So do you think that's how genetics like that should be handled? Once you find that gem, it should be cut only, never be uh, bred back for seed? No. Um, everything needs to be bred on. Because, again, like, you can always separate the genetics. If we lose 
let's just say if we have if somebody's like Moroccan hash plant is the standard. Okay, so Moroccan hash plant is a land race that has nothing in it. If somebody breeds an Afghani to it and then breeds like some other like cookies to it, you know, it's got a bunch of different things into into it. If they've smoked Moroccan, Moroccan hash plant, they can pop a couple of those, a bunch of those, and find that one pheno that tastes, smells, and smokes like that, separate that genome, breed with it, back cross that again, and start separating that one trait, and then actually bring it back. And then you can actually get like nine, like, so the first time you do it, it's 50-50. Second time, oh, it all depends on what's in it. So if you do just straight Moroccan times... Okay, so if you do Moroccan times Afghani, now it's 50-50 Moroccan-Afghani. So there's going to be five variations. There's going to be 50-50, 25-75, and 75-25, pure and pure. So you pick what genetic you like. You pull that one out. You take the original boy of whatever pheno that you like the best genetically, pull that one aside, start breeding with the girl, and keep looking for that same trait until you separate it, and they all start looking the same. Which normally with land races is only like they call it cubed, which is being back crossed three times. But again, like Cindy ninety nine has been fucking BX nine times, so it's been BX BX like male to original new stock, original new stock original new stock original nine times. So it's same height, structure, smoke, taste, potency, flower time, taste, color. Very, very, very limited variation you're going to find different because it's been so isolated. Versus taking something and jumping from genetic to genetic. Heard Alan. Got sidetracked in the middle of that. Uh, I was listening, but I, I, I got... Uh, <laughs> You know, well, I, I was forgetting that, you know, uh, I was popping, going through the case here, and I was wanting to pop some of these fucking uh, seeds I've got here, and I have uh, a strain here called, uh, dude, where's my bike? And I heard that it was a, a good strain that, uh, like, uh, yeah, this, that can't be right. That's not right. So... <laughs> I, I pulled it out and I looked at it and it said Durban Poison times C99. I know that to be uh, Winnie from Brothers Grimm. And uh, so it threw up a white flag. So I finally just got thinking about it and thought, man, I fucking Google that shit. <laughs> Google that shit, dude. So I was Googling it while you were talking there and it popped up. And it's not fucking... At least according to Leafly, it says it's amnesia times biker kush. You know, it's I'm interesting because again, like you can have nowadays you can nowadays there's literally you can take a strain that has already been made, use the parents different like a brother from the parent, same genetic, still be the same strain, call it the same thing, but different pheno. You can have somebody that does completely different genetics with the same name. There's a bunch of those ones. Like actually like look up dude, wedding cake. There's like four different fucking kinds of wedding cake and people that have made it. Like one's cherry pie on um, TK. One's animal mints on TK. One is something like granddaddy or something like that. 
but there's a different like and it's all called wedding cake same thing with a bunch of cookie cuts but when it comes down to it dude good weed's good weed like if it, if you rock it and you grow it good and you like it that's all fucking matters but it's just hard because sometimes you can't track where it came from well that's the case in this in point is uh somebody passed me these beans I got a duck and, out, boys. Uh, Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Right, Thank you. Nice to see you, Wells. Last hope. Have a Much great love in the garden, weekend, boys. Happy harvest, Dan. Well, that's my case in point right here. Is uh, like I'm saying, somebody gave me those beans. They're labeled, you know, nice and labeled there, and uh, but they're not what they're. The title is, you know what I mean? What the name of the strain is, not even close. Yeah. So here I go throw if I'm glad I stopped or I caught it because I would hate to drop that strain because somebody actually asked me if I had it in uh like six months ago and I was like, Yeah, oh, I got that fucking thing. Yeah. And it's so a, it kind of moved it up. Yeah. And then now I'm putting two to two together and I would hate to put it in the garden. And think it was that and fucking, you know what I'm saying? And not even close. You know, Durban times C99 would have been a good fucking fire strain anyway. You yeah. know, but it wouldn't have been. Yeah. That, that, wouldn't have been that. No, no, wouldn't have been that cut. No, definitely not. Like, Cindy 99 times Durban. So, Cindy 99 at that point is pretty much almost considered its own land race. If you cross that to something, it's going to be half that. Durban doesn't have anything in it. So it's going to be half Durban, half Cindy. So it's going to be half pineapple, half lemon, lime, ammonia. But everything so, that you cross Durban into is very, very potent Durban side. But again, Cindy 99 at that point is its own land race. So it's going to end up the same way. 50-50, 75, full, 75 the other way or full the other way. But at the same time, like where I'm at, you ever heard of a string called Pinky? Yeah, I've had I've heard of Pinky. There's seven different people that have made Pinky in this town with different genetics before it even came out. Because it grows pink hairs. They were like, oh, we're going to call it Pinky. And it's all made differently. It's all grown differently. But that was even before Pinky was ever actually even like a thing. That was like 2007, 8. Yeah, it's funny you say you bring that one up because uh, Boom there that was on while well, he was getting off just as you could coming on was talking about uh, having Pinky. Either it was yeah. in the garden or coming to the garden. Yeah, because there's one that's like pink lemonade times something. There's one that is like ultraviolet times something. There's a Romulan one. There's a Wi-Fi one. There's a dude, there's a bunch of different kinds of ones. Like that's the same thing with the fucking fire OG cuts up here. There's a why there's a, a NorCal fire, a fire three, um, an old cut of fire. Um, there's like a fire to TK that is not not a rascal cut, I believe. Like, it's not the white. I don't think it's the white. I think somebody around here made that themselves with a fucking seed off of Fire OG on TK. 
but it yields better. It, it definitely, like, hydroponically fucking throws the fuck down. But, uh, no, like, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of different cut when it comes down to it. You get them. If you get them, you grow them. Grow them if they're good weed. It's good fucking weed. Who give, Who cares? If it's sometimes you get a cut and you're like, yo, you got this. Oh, well, I've like, let me smoke yours and I'll smoke yours. So this is pretty, oh, this actually, like, this is fucking close. Tell me what you think. Dude, this might actually be better. Can I have a cut of this? Dude, let me get a cut of yours. Let's run them versus each other. Let's see what the fucking one's the best, you know? That's the night. That's the dopest part about having friends that grow is you're like, dude, I got some fire. Well, I got some fire too. Well, I got, I got train wreck. Okay. Well, what cut do you got? Well, I think this is the E32. Well, I think this is the Arcata train wreck. Well, are they the same? Or are they not? Well, fuck it. Let's run them. You run one. I'll run one. Let's smoke them both. And then we'll trade cuts and run them again. Whew. Garlic breath. Yum. Well, brother, I'm going to pack it up, man. I still got to do yeah. shout-outs and uh, Definitely. About another 15 minutes easy. But I yeah, appreciate I just wanted to dip in real up, quick. Man. It's been a minute. Just, yeah, just dip in and say hi. <laughs> but I hope appreciate everything's well your way. It is, man. You know, your wealth of knowledge, and I appreciate it when you pop on. So I do appreciate right. you popping on, man. Well, again, maybe one of these nights when you're not doing your show, maybe you'll come back and kick a couple bowls and just fucking chill in the chat what I'm doing. Again, I'm not recording anything. We're just <laughs> sitting there fucking literally like, so what are you smoking weed on? Okay, cool. <laughs> but it's it's absolutely absolutely nothing. But you're, of course, more everybody here is more than welcome to fucking join it. But again, it's nothing special, not recording anything. I'm just, I'm just fucking hanging out. But it's always good hanging out with fucking Eagle and talking shit with Eagle for sure. Appreciate that. And uh, I'll try to get over there, man. I will try to get oh, yeah, over man. there. Have a great day, right, man. brother. Much love, man. Peace. Peace. World's last hope, man. Always a great wealth of knowledge. Like I said, appreciate you popping in as well as everybody else that popped in tonight. Well, it's been kind of up and down. Let's see if I can remember this correctly. In reverse order, we had world's last hope we had green 13 we have modern genetics smiley's gardens was here tonight we had uh bingus i can't forget bingus bingus we had oh uh, damn it who kicked us off tonight oh tommy trichomes tommy trichomes was here tonight and uh you others, yeah. Oh, Boom! God damn it! Boom was here tonight. It's been a while since Mr. Boom's been here, man. I have tons of respect for that cat as well. And, uh, yeah. Our uh, Canadian brother from another mother up there. Boom's cool dude as well. I appreciate everybody that hangs out here, man. Gives the it gives the show a lot of flavor. The different people that come from near, far, different growth styles, different walks of life. That's how the world goes around. I'm trying to get my shit moved around so I can give my shout outs list over here. I got a fucking mess. That's why I was running the background, man. Actually, see how bad the garden is tonight. 
shit everywhere. Everywhere. Thank you, Mr. Green. Robert, Mr. Robert Green. Ah, let me see if I... Robert, Mr. Green, Fingers, Thomas. Thank you very much, man. Uh, tonight will be a good show. We have uh, Sus, this guy, Burton, 79, 79, or otherwise known as Vets Grow, will be here tonight at 1130. Very much looking forward to that. We'll be talking about his uh, Vets Cup. That will be uh, in August in Oklahoma, uh, August 21st, 22nd. And it looks like hopefully, hopefully, myself and hopefully Smiley's Gardens will be down there in Oklahoma for the Vets Cup doing the live version of the show down there for a couple of days, a couple of nights. Sounds like a pretty lot of fun. So I'm going to get him on here and see what he's got in store for that. And, uh, yeah, come on in for another rabbit hole, or uh, excuse me, another wormhole after that. See who's down for that. I did uh, reach out to Kineo's Genetics tonight and see if uh, they were interested in popping in again. Yeah, they've been missed as well. They've been missed as well. Cheech B popping in. Good morning. You missed Cheech B. How you doing? Let's get some uh, music going. Let me get my joint lit. Ah, cool. Nice, Mikey. I'll check that out, man. Should I write that down? I'll write it down. You can delete that if you want. Spiky, I got you. I got you. You can delete that if you want. All right, let's get these shout outs going. What the fuck did I just do? Okay, we're back. <laughs> I just hit fucking sleep on my computer and shit. Everything froze up. What the shit happened to my music? Oh no, it's playing, but where is it playing at? Oh, it's muted. That's an easy fix. That's an easy fix. I can't wait to get Spiky on. That's gonna be a good one. In no particular order, Amber Delana, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky Rob, Big Dave 420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Manawati G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkler, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for You, BGWG420, Dr. Budswell, from Thumb OG, Arthro Sense Media, Arthro Just Face 420, Beast Ghost Grower 420, Sir How, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Haggerton 420, Zeb Zeppelin, Auden, 
everywhere. BT, Double D, Grows, Bingus, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boykachev, Chef Life, School of Crop, because I love it. Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey, Real 100, 212, Any Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Sailboat Winds, Kingdom Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary Jane's Mountain Gardens. Dreamer 77 Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Group, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 619 to 664, Spaniard, Kruger Jones of the Grow, Pop G Grows, Brad Amy Drove Grows, Cass of the Grow from Your Heart Podcast, Ross and Jeff, Lily Luna, Green Men, Flock, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One. LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Eyestone, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason662, Scroggy Mix, Scroggerton, the fourth, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Burroughs, Chad Brad Farms, Polly P. Viorg, Eric Ferguson, Kevin Jodry, Mike Honjo, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Cush Cloud, Joshua Steensland, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, Sub Cool, We Miss You, Dubs, D's House of Dane, Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Thumb Bum, Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical McGullicuddy, Rick T, The Rebel, Benigi 207, Fabian, Salinas, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spook, Grave Walker, Mendo, Dope, T-Dog, Dunbeetle, Red-Eye, Jedi, Grows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy, 7426, Justin Gooder, Strongman, Oki Grower, 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Old Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco Don Slug in the Bushes, 827, Rick S., if I missed him, James Simmons, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hope was just here, Patch Fan 420, Biomentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kanashiva, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dab Goblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, Acetone, 710, Canuck, Can of Queen Genetics, Stabby Tanazi, from the door, Dirt Man Dan, Keith of Black Sales, Mr. Bocilla, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross Bob, Ross and Jeff, that is, of course, the EO crew, Thursday nights at 9. Soil Roo, Small Tubes, Small Tubes, that is, Tyler, uh, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T. Roy, Big Jar Grow, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Weedners, John again, Les, PPJ15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Production, Stein Dank Grower, DOA Grown Meds, Miss Nudie, I Grew Some, John. Tennessee, Nutrient Shootout, Snotty, Nikki, Zoe, Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Miss Madam T was in chat tonight, Stu Moon, Mo Grower, Mechanic Rat, Loki Grows, Cast This Guy, 79, or yeah, Cast This Guy, Burton, I always forget, fuck that up, 79, 79, Burton. Will be here tonight at 11.30, otherwise known as Vets Grow on Instagram. Be sure to check that out. That'll be sure to be a great episode. 
Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, 31, Voodoo Ultras, Fresno, Marin's Cali Connections, Wolverine Grown, Big Jar Gross, Jimmy One for Life, Lay Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Gross, Evergreen, Cheese Friends, Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Save Ball, Dragonfly B, Justin Meds, Travis Wells again, Lucky Mike, Eric Ferguson, Seattle Chronic Seeds, Kingdom Chronic, Titan from Blessed Coast Seeds, Shango Gas, Vasso for Life, John Smith, Tommy Tricos, Boca King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pods, Ice, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelberg, Indo 11, Stephanie B., Sharp Coley, 989, Von Braun, Sovereign Gardens, Stoner Nations, 420, Tommy Tricos, Joe Y., Bugs 1313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Boot, Jamar, Jamid, the chat, Mr. Manny D, Bagsy, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Shredder 911, Dutch Gross 420, Scallywag 420, Skill Bowl 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Co., Lost Leaf, Groly, Liam Mass, Danny Danko, B Bear Cell, and Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Mooney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Grafter Gross, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Dora Michigan Quarry, Double Tap, Mr. Green Thumb 420, 808 rooting prospects the can of bus driver eight in life kenny 710 operation grow t-band broodnut 619 hammered emails thank you very much dr scrambles vb moonrocks ghf double j bio green stealth grower hanky sinky 420 og kp your nana your your ganja nana yo mama Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, Bee Growing, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Bee Grows, Ganja Whiskers, Husky Guards, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soil Life, Bully 4 Life 420, Dr. R, the Jeff Row 420, Beavis 698, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn I'm Big Ted Steph, the Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock 420, 420, Booms Farms, Charlie Farms 420, Aldridge 25, Smiley's Gardens, JD's, Miss D's Nugs, Smoking Grow. Frazier, Grokowski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farmer 420, Jeff Jarowski, Genetic Memory Farms, and Vault 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, TW, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sudge Pet 420, Cannon Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up Again, Tim. UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Devon Shipwreck Medical, MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dankman 420, Dankman Dan, Red Center Farms, The Good Life, Joni Bell, Cheech and B, The Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420, Army, The American One, W Digger 714, Rates, Kineos, Genetics, Mountain Skies, Ready Hit That Hot Pile, Chris Mertz, Ian. Save Robbie, Sergeant Life, Heaven Fake Cam, Finger Lakes Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozen Moon, Southern VT, Grower, Choose Medical, Jer Bear, Plus One, Mushroom, Secret City Pioneers, My Little Tents, 24-2 Spacewalker, Christian, Terry Mump, Terry Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown. Mike B, T. Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Liptus, My Natural Farm, Pacific Northwest, Ross, Kaya, Paul, and Lemon Hoko. We're on through just cannabis project tonight. Same time. Trent, Rita's Juicy Life, Manual 420, Graham, uh, 
Murray Bond, Sammy Sizzle, 81, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru Dukan, Brew, Canada Nation, Jay, Jay Wires, Dan, the Indoor Man, Gromies, Homies, Hamilton, Bros, Flip Smoke, Keystone, Canada Flag, PA, Big High, 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew, Hustle, Fred Dark, Carlos, Beer, North Arizona, Beer Grow 420, no sellout, Jesse White, Gastain Yeti, Introvert, Soso, Jay, Vixen Robin, Killer 8, Mo, Cam Wood, James Buttercream, Seed Up from Norcal, The Pharmacy Seed Bank, Dreadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dore, Antenna Seeds, Fabcarious, K, Mike Rubles, The Drew Bay 420, Maxi 751, Matt Lar, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Moo, Pop Coast, 719 bake with shake baby old smoke grower or pop pwc grown buds Laura wash miss wee blunt old school grower again old smoke chad westport honcho grown flora nugs my little piece of heaven pungent sound seeds goliath grower richard t chrissy wannabe mr soul food spectrum gone god Lori hansen real 2000 years of tradition Minty Kent, D. Conley, Pimp Jam, McBodie Face, Show Me Sasquatch, Fuck Google Andrew, I'm Going Well, Canadian Restore, Poor Dirt Farmer, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble, Humble Farms, The Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Oak Park Gardens, Hell 9782, Skunk and Palace, Marshall Artist, 2012, Micro Slave Hafner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KG Bay, Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Grant, Micro Rasta, one more time. Michael Rasta, plenty. Monkey Balls. Andrew Chappie, Bobby Lynn Needs, Trent Digger, Master Mac, Tony Lake Bologna, Bill Us, Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny Winnie 101, Buds and Hazards, Mr. Club, Beer to Beer Man, Fire 616, Max Groom and Ruby. Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Reels, Jennifer Steeles, Kinbesson 03, Turk Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos, Latinos, Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Wolf, Steve, Wolf, Firesaw, Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross and Bob, White Feller Grows, uh, Burning Shrooms, The Tone Grows, Dank, K-Man Grows, PX Gunner 81, Smith Dude, Newton Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Munt, Stink Agenda, Wawa Kangaroo, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Parrish, Rock Fam, Jay Nuts, 420 Ben, Fresh Grove, Robbie Herbs, Hi Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grown, and For Love of the Plant, Argo American, Smart Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Hawaii's Highest Surfcraft, Micro Goon, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Rose, Dink, Brownies, Dan D, Elliot Arkins, Mystic Flavor, The Forging Gardener, Overwater Overkill, Seattle Steve, Seattle Warrior, Valley Green 514, Amelia Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brent Ru- Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, Steve's Bags, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dink, Yoda, Jay Simmons, Cherbro Grow, uh, Cherbro Grows, Clackamas Coop, DJ Conley, ATG, Aaron the Grower, that is, late 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Stinky Colas, Dylan, uh, Dylan Steinbar, PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, J8, excuse me, y'all, J8 Grows, 
uh, 420, J420, Cascadian Grove, Cito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buds, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Alive, Gaster Tempe, Annie and the Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11, Smiles 11, Bindu Bugs, Michael Ross, Gross, uh, Wob Wobby, Sean Benz, Rescue Ready Roadside LLC, Notorious Snug, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorials, Doug, Doug T. Dank, Jose Martin, Perez, Doggo the Hut, 420, Buck Chiba Man, GR 420, Community Videos, GMO, Detroit River Rat, Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Cheddar Bob 13, Main Grower, Made 420, Med Grower, Cookies Coop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Captive Audit, again, Jim Backwoods, all good, Sally Mansell, Chanel Simpsons, Ganja Rhodes, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett's Rooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinkin', L Angel Studios, MG, the 420 Grow Tent, Paul D'Ella, John Fleming, Dankovich, Kimo Sky, Fibro Flower, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lily Organic, Sun Man, Chiba Man, or Chiba Sony, Jeff Pollock, or well, I think I got it right, Rich Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Farmer, Candy Formers Farmer, Fuck All That B, Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Grayson, Stony Baker MD, Stony Creek, Rossonic, French Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Herman Hash, Free Bird, Mo Grower, Manigar, Simple Man. Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coast, Chronic, Stink Fed, Caballero, Caballero, Harley, Grower, Jen God, Stephen Collins, Todd Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island, The Island Haze, I guess that is, Seattle, Steve Speaks, RJ Rim, D, uh, D, Randy K, I don't even know where I got the D from, TK, D, uh, TCDR, shout out huge. She said, shout out to you, TC. If I can get it out, TCDR. Claire Killigan, Worm, Wardrobe Farming, Randy Grande, Pitch 1000, Ace Fog, 3223. Wake up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 Digit, Michigan Ganja Moots, Ash, French G, Silver Bob, Grosky 808, Weekend Birdies, K Bad. Justin Station, Organic Strong, Organic Style, Organics, Zippy, Pinheadle, Medic 31, Honesty, Kehel, uh, Me All, Flower, Brent, Bog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KNT, Kiss D, True CM, Foe Nanny Dread, Viral Matthews, Ancient Soul Grown. Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Akana Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Celeb, Low Cut, Albert Tremblay, Mo, Maine, Mad, Zit, uh, what do we got here? RZ, Banshee, Raz Banshee is what I've been saying. Helen, Hugh Janus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy. We got here LT Gardens. I 
think I wrote that right. K-Bag, High Flower 420, uh, Lobster Brush Bro. Mother Tree Maine and Red Pill. Last but never least, we just 207 to what is getting to be a big list. Look at you, 15 minutes. That's still pretty good. I'll take that 15. You guys, uh, please have an amazing day. You guys know the routine. If this is the end of your day, please get some rest. This is the beginning of your journey. Please make it an amazing day. It's a Saturday. Should be somewhat of a good day for you, I hope. Go out and have an amazing day. But the most important part of it all, 17 minutes and all, still good. I'll take it to you. Um, do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Morning, Annie. So easy to do. Simple compliment door open. Help with some groceries. Help with some firewood. Whatever. If you need a bud, smoke the joint. It's all easy stuff to do. Make up your own good deed. Just try. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me and all the great guests tonight. So, so many great folks in this cannabis community. Don't be afraid to join in if you're one of the prior guests. Keep things new. Keep things moving. Thank you for joining in. Catch me tonight with this guy, Burton7979, otherwise known as Bets Bets Grow on IG. Be a good episode tonight, 1130, 830 Eastern or Pacific time. 830. All right. Now I got myself confused. Pete is you right here. 1130 Eastern Standard Time, 830 Pacific Standard Time. There we go. Either way, I will be here with Let's Grow. Have a great day. I am out of here. Love you guys.